Hi, I'm Brian, and I love Hallmark Christmas movies. Hey, I'm Panda, and I like Hallmark Christmas movies. I'm Dan, and I despise Hallmark Christmas movies. I'm Mike Desenzo, and I'm John Haskell, and we I think we love Hallmark movies, but especially Single Santa Peaks Mrs. Claus. This one is by far the best we've ever seen. Yeah, I, I don't want to... The only one I'll watch. <laughs> and this is the Deck the Hallmark Podcast. Boys, 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 boys. Oh, man. man. It's a big day. It's a big day. And guys, oh my goodness, the music's just pumping me the heck up. And you know Why? <laughs> Why? One, Christmas. And two, but you're two, overcompensating for a sickness that you've been carrying around for a while. Yeah, guys, I don't want to talk about it, but it's not looking good for July. <laughs> yeah. This might be my last episode. You have the plague, isn't Walking that right? Walking pneumonia yes. at the very least. I'm fine. Yeah. Uh, but we are starting our Christmas in July festivities uh, next week. Mm, so uh, Big week. Big week. Big month. Big month. Big month. Ten, ten movies we're going to do. Ten movies, two days. One on hour. 48 discs. 48 discs. And if you call now with cash on demand, yep. there's a shipping and handling And you'll get a, you'll sort. get a copy of uh, this, the, uh, the first episode of ALF. Wow. As a thank you. Wow. Wow. To you. It's big. Um, guys, it's also a big day because we have a couple couple of boys with us. Boys, hi. What can you what can you tell tell us about? What can we just you called us and we were like, okay, you can join us. Who are you? <laughs> Well, uh, I've been on your podcast before. I'm Mike Desenzo. Um, John Hassel here. Yeah, have not been on the podcast. Now, first time. John, Exciting. I think, is this true about you that you are, uh, you were in a past life, uh, hashtag the panda? Yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Hashtag, if you don't know, is the sort of the unofficial mascot of the Tonight Show. It's a dancing panda bear. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's kind of... And you guys, you guys have a panda. We do have, a, do panda. have a panda. He it's doesn't a... dance quite as no, well. He doesn't. But... <laughs> but I'm better at everything else than you. So yeah, that's right. Wow. It's yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> bold. But uh, how do you how do you boys know each other? I mean, we we met probably, what, 10 years ago? Yeah. Uh, and then um, had a nice little bromance, and we... Uh, Worked at Fallon together for a few years, mm -hmm. and that's actually how we came across this movie. Believe it or not, we uh, we were in, we were hanging out one night, just flipping through the channels, and we saw Single Santa Seeks Mrs. Claus. Yeah, we came in at uh, a scene in like the middle of the movie, and we yeah, just kinda... we watched it. We thought it was hilarious, <laughs> and then we uh, we were talking about it at work the next day. We were just talking about it, and then. Jimmy popped his head into my office and was like, are you guys talking about Single Santa? And we're like, yeah. <laughs> and so like he had seen it as well, and then it became this tradition where we would uh, kind of screen the movie for the entire staff every Christmas. Oh, man. And it, this was the genesis of this episode, because we had Mike on during the holidays, mm -hmm. and he told mm -hmm. us that story, and then mm -hmm. it immediately went to the top of our list of movies we needed to see, yeah. especially for me, somebody who just already doesn't yeah. like them anyway. I feel like this <laughs> after watching, boy, is it the gold standard? Mm -hmm. I will say that. I don't want to. I don't want to give anything away, but man, it's uh, a it's super super fantastic. We are talking about Single Santa Seeks Mrs. Claus today, uh, and we'll get into it in just a second. Uh, Panda, uh, how you doing? I haven't heard from you yet. 
Uh, I'm, I'm doing great. Just living the dream. Great. Uh, we do have to talk about our, our sponsor for today. Oh, yeah. Um, don't we? We, we got a, a, a new uh, cereal we're really excited about to talk about. Owl's O's. Owl's O's. Owl's O's. Owl's O's. Yeah, there's um, no Z in there. No, no Z's. No, uh, no. They, you've you've and, eaten Owl's O's. Yeah, and here's the thing about Owl's O's. They are not a part of a complete breakfast. No. And see, that is their big... That's their big push. Yep. Is everybody wants to be. They are a complete breakfast. Mm-hmm. Wow. There is fruit. Yep. Mm-hmm. There's dairy. Yep. There's there's wheat and yep. grains and there's there's a pack full of protein. And it's actually milk and is in the cereal. In the cereal and yeah. it's still good for you. <laughs> yeah. now, it's powder. It's powder. And you got it's the stuff they make for astronauts yeah. if you can believe it. But that's Alzos. Yeah. It is a complete breakfast. Wow, that's it impressive. It is is all caps. And yep. so if you go to alzos.net dot .net, dot .net yep. what's the code word there? Uh, it's Decos. Decos. Mm-hmm. Decos with a Z, even though there's no Z in Alzos. Yep. That will get you 10% off your first 100 boxes. Wow. Now, you've got to eat them in a month. Yes. Now, that's the key. Yep. Um, but once you do that, you're good to go. Alzos, complete breakfast. Check it out. Uh, I'm excited. Delicious. Guys, today we're talking about Single Santa Seeks Mrs. Claus. If my research is correct, it originally aired July 21st, 2005. <laughs> no, no. No way to know no, if no. that's accurate. IMDb said it was 04. <laughs> Oh four, yeah, July twenty first. Oh four, December something of oh four. It said July. You're wrong. It went a little something like this. <laughs> really? What? Oh, is, yeah. what, what? 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 That's my July twenty first is my birthday. Shut up. I mean, now it's getting real. It's the gift it that keeps sense. on giving. It makes sense. This movie feels like a kindred spirit. <laughs> Maybe that's so. the last time they put it on the air. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> last air. Uh, Single Santa seeks Mrs. Claus aired on some date, and it went a little something like this. The movie kicks off with a 10-year-old girl putting out cookies and milk for Santa. Santa then hops down the chimney and reads the note, and he's like, can't help. Uh, So no dad for you. Fast forward, we see that little girl is now a grown-up woman. Um, and she's a she. Her name is Beth. She's a hotshot advertiser who works too many hours. We then meet Nick. He's the son of Santa. Uh, from from the and it's really hard to live up to the the legacy of his father. He's been a really good Santa, I guess. Uh, his dad's retiring after this Christmas, and Nick is next in line to become Santa. Only thing is that he has to find a wife. You need a Mrs. Claus to your Mister. The head elf, or whatever this guy is, uh, gives him a list of the top available women. We find out that Beth's husband died and that she doesn't want to be married again. And so Nick heads down to find a, a wife and bumps into Beth, who is directing a commercial where the Santa is just plain mean. Uh, a stage light almost falls on her, but Nick pushes her out of the way. Naturally, he gets cast as Santa, but he doesn't want to be Santa because he doesn't think that Santa should be used for commercials. So Nick then tries uh, Pizza Hut for the first time and freaks out. Uh, Turns out Beth isn't on the list of the women, but he really likes her. Uh, so he, he kind of throws all the eggs into that basket uh, to show her that, that he is in there. He, he takes her to a playground and they play. Mm. On the playground, <laughs> as adults. Uh, there's a big problem with Beth. She doesn't believe in Santa. Nothing Nick uh, could do could, like, if, if she doesn't believe in Santa, this isn't going to work. And so uh, Nick is acting in commercial. He's not playing Santa. He's playing, doing something else. Um, but he plays the game that he's going to do the commercial for. And it's like, this is not appropriate for children. <laughs> So he says that I can't do this. And her boss is not happy about that. But Nick gets a great idea. What if we sell the first half of the game to kids, the second half of the game to adults, and they go for it? 
He then teaches Beth uh, Beth's kid basketball with a stick and an old Coke can. Naturally, <laughs> naturally, Beth falls in love. There's, an, uh, there's a basketball game uh, that Dana's going to tear apart soon. Yep. Uh, they go and they cut down a Christmas tree together, and he picks her up, and they put the star on top of the tree, and they clearly want to kiss, but Nick uh, is only eight years old and doesn't know how to do that yet. Uh, so instead, they slow dance to snow globe music, and he asks if uh, she could go to dinner with him, and she says yes, but then uh, gets pulled into a work meeting, so he says, I'll just babysit for you, and then afterwards uh, we'll drink hot chocolate and talk about why you don't believe in it's a very romantic stuff. They play an inappropriate game of Twister, and we get an almost kiss, but is immediate, uh, is interrupted by the doorbell, mm. and it's work. So Nick leaves all sad. She gets an offer for a promotion, but she turns it down because she wants to spend more time with her son and also because she loves Nick. They kiss all day long. Literally, it starts when yep. the sun is out, <laughs> and then it's nighttime. Uh, only problem is Nick hasn't told her the secret, that he's Santa. And when he does, it goes about as well as you would expect it to go. And she calls him a nutball. He says, I, I, I need you. And she says, I need you to leave. Her son then hears this and is like, listen, believing in Santa is, is a really good thing. And she's like, I think you're right. So she, she says, I believe. Uh, but they go to find him and he's gone. So they do the, the one thing that they can think to do. They leave cookies <laughs> and milk and a note and they wait up for him. Santa's, uh, Nick's dad comes as Santa, reads the note and it's like, oh snap, I can do that. Uh, Christmas morning comes and Nick is sitting by the Christmas tree and she runs to him and they, he proposes to her and she says, yes, they kiss. And now my friends was single, single Santa, Santa seeks Mrs. Mrs. Claus. Mmm. Boy, we did it. Thank you, guys. How'd I do? Was that good? We did it. That was fantastic. Yeah, when when you explain it that way, though, it seems like a pretty crazy movie. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? In any other synopsis, if you had given away that many wait what's, I would have been mad at you. Like, mm-hmm. there's so many things where I'm like, yeah, they kiss the sun down. They do it. But, like, that doesn't that's even, just, like, crack, crack the surface yeah. of this movie and its nonsense. <laughs> like, it just is just surface-level stuff we can move right past. That's true. Uh, we have four segments on the show. The first one is the hot, hot take. take. We simply share how we felt about this movie. I do always start with my friend Panda. Mm-hmm. And so I will start this time. Panda, not hashtag. Panda. Yeah. What you think? Um, let me tell you, I love this movie. Uh, <laughs> probably one of the best movies I've seen in a while from Hallmark. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, it was fun, guys. I enjoyed it. It's it's ridiculous. It is oh. one of the most ridiculous Hallmark films I've ever seen. Uh, and I it this is a movie that could not be made today. Like as we start talking about this later, like it's it's got next level creepy. Yeah. I think what you're looking for is this movie's illegal nowadays. <laughs> like it's it's legitimately against the law wow. to make this movie. Yeah, that that might be true. There there has to be like a, an association of disabilities act or something. Yes. Uh there's there's all <laughs> kinds of like kid like there's a lot of things that are just illegal. Yeah, no, I, I that's felt, the issue. <laughs> I felt weird most of the movie. Yeah. I, I don't know how I felt. Like I loved but it and loved I hated it. You I said. loved I loved how I hated it and hated how I loved it. Mm-hmm. How about yeah. that? Uh, boys, we obviously know you watch this every year, but what what do you think of it? What do you really think? Well, on on that note, I think like there were times when because we were just like brushing up on it today to get a refresher, and like if you edited the movie movie differently and put like different sound cues or music <laughs> cues underneath or something like, yeah, it would be a totally different and illegal movie. Big <laughs> line. I think we've we've seen this probably. I've seen it fifteen to twenty times at this point. <laughs> yeah. And to me, I think 
I would describe this as the room of Hallmark Christmas movies. Yes. I feel like there is so much unintentionally funny stuff, so many weird choices by the actors and directors and everything involving the movie. Like you couldn't make, you couldn't write a funnier movie, but yeah. I don't think that that's what they were intending on going uh, for. Yeah. Even the costume designers, like I oh, feel yeah. like sweaters. Yeah. With yeah. Steve Gutenberg's outfit, I feel like, the wardrobe person was told, like, okay, we need to fit, like, someone who's seven foot three. And because, like, all of the clothes that he ends up wearing, like, his sweaters are gigantic. Yeah. It was never a fashion, ever. No, but they'd made no, no, it no. One, it was I not. I appreciate it. Um, remember when they wore clothes that were eight sizes too yeah. big? <laughs> Good times. <laughs> uh, I, I loved it uh, from start to finish. It was so fun. I... I told uh, I watched it before you did it, and I said I've never seen anything quite like it. Yeah, it's wild. As far said. as like, not even in the Hallmark world, I've never seen a movie quite like this. <laughs> yeah, there's just a, so much to it, and I loved every second of it. Um, I, 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 it might become a new tradition for me to watch it just because I loved it so much. I think it should be a tradition for everybody. For every I human, think everybody should have to watch this. Movie. Yeah, imagine how. Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, because every time you watch it, there are new things that you'll notice. Like, this time watching it, it was like our 15th or 20th time, we're still discovering, like, new things. Yeah, we noticed so. that the, the kid's cereal is called Raisin Almond Crunch. <laughs> every kid's dream right there. <laughs> <laughs> that takes, a, you know, a lot of viewing to get to the point where you're noticing things like oh, that. Man. That's nuanced. Yeah. That is nuanced. It's the Russian nesting dolls of Hallmark movies. <laughs> I will, just, I, I will say, yeah. just imagine how good of a world it would be if everybody watched this movie. The world would just be better. Or they just set the place on fire. <laughs> One or the other. Or they burn it down. One or the other. So you um, liked it, Dan? This movie's terrible. <laughs> I, I, like, in the in obviously, if it's going to be terrible, this is the quickest version of terrible. Like, the movie did seem to speed by yeah. quickly because my mouth was just open the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like all Hallmark's best team got together and they were like, guys, we got Steve Gutenberg. We did it. <laughs> we got we, the goot. We got him. Uh, let's don't screw this up. Everybody, let's put our best team forward. And they just, all their ideas, they threw at the screen. Um, it is, boy, it's bad. But it is, it is definitely bad in a fun level. You've got Helen from Wings. I mean, I loved Wings. <laughs> growing up but i feel like she was really southern in this movie mm. like i felt like she yeah. watched watched like a lot of designing women and then, and then and then she did the movie and then steve gutenberg is maybe 30 percent committed to the bit of playing santa like the first time he like he extends his laugh into ho 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 yeah i'm like he's gonna pull a tim allen santa claus like he's gonna gradually become santa by the end of the movie no uh -uh. Uh -uh. he just decides he's gonna look like three men and a baby and then he's just gonna do the ho 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 thing yep. that's what he's gonna do that's it i'm gonna be i'm gonna play it straight goot with a little ho 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 that's all i'm gonna do um but isn't that santa it is pretty much yeah steve uh santa is steve gutenberg but fat and with a yeah is what yeah. you're saying yes um it was unreal and yeah i think that it was easily and this is quite a category the movie that's most patronizing to those with disabilities of any I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> of any I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, and that that's, you know, I don't know if we're supposed to laugh at that or not, but it was a thing yeah. in this movie. Mm -hmm. There it is. That's not, all I got. Not a great film. <laughs>
It's you loved great. it. You just said you loved it. Guys, okay. I liked it. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> He's coming back it's, around. Uh, it's time for all the feels. The part of the show where we talk about what in this movie gave us its Christmas feels. Uh, I'll start with I'll start with the boys. What did you guys think? What gave you feels? Well, you know, there's not that many feels in the movie besides like laughing. And, right. uh, but I will right. say just for us, I think when we first watched this movie, when we first put it on, probably the first scene that we saw was the uh, infamous Pizza Hut product placement. Yes. Yeah. And so that gives us the feels of like friendship and remembering nostalgia about it. But it's, you really have to see this scene. I think, it, yeah, we were talking earlier too. It's like kind of product placement done right in a movie because like a lot of movies you'll see product placement, but they're always trying to sneak it in and you might miss it. But this one, you know. It's so a 30 like, second ad. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if it's a food product, you might be like, yeah, but how does it taste? In this one, they actually they answer that question. Mm, yeah. mm, that's good pizza. Well, I, yeah. I, I wanted Pizza Hut after watching yep. the yeah. scene, which is yeah. the sign of a good ad, I think. Yep. One of the stuff when, uh, when we did When we did the screenings for the Fallon staff, we would have Pizza Hut for the yeah. whole staff to watch along with the movie. It was just, you need to. that's how iconic that scene is. Wow. <laughs> and then the whole crowd goes, mmm. That's right. I love it. Oh boy! I mean, you know, it's a it's a an important part when it makes your like two minute roundup where you're hitting like the key points of the the movie, and that made it. That's yeah. exactly yeah. right. It mm, made it. That's it was when so you good. know, uh, Pena, what gave you those feels, guys? I'm not sure I should say because now I realize my feel might not be that great. It was the wheelchair and basketball. Oh, scene. good gracious! <laughs> Stop it! No, I just, just it you're me. done. Just no. comes mic off. What in the world happened in that scene? Well, we, I can't we, explain we it. We that on our list, too. Do you, do you remember? He's thoughtful. Do you remember? What the, a thoughtful kid. There was like in the late 2000s, there was a commercial for the foundation for a better life. Yes. Do you remember those? It's like, pass it on. The foundation yes. for a better life. That's great. And I was always like, what is the foundation for a better life? <laughs> like, is that like Costanza's like human fund? Yeah. Like, I don't know what that is. But they all the commercials were just people doing nice things for people. Right. That scene felt like a foundation for a better life. But like just the, the poor kid can't play basketball. Let's roll him out for a free throw. Like, what are we he didn't even have a jersey on. <laughs> the the one thing we like about that scene though is that uh inexplicably as as Jake runs to get the uh Jocelyn's brother to shoot the free throw, the couple in the audience leans forward and goes <gasps> This is it. Yeah. Now that secretly rooting for it all season. That was a big wait. What? Yeah. For, that's a big wait. What for me? We can talk about it now. Like, what could that possibly be? Right? Like, have they have they just shown up to every basketball game everyone plays? Yeah. Their kid doesn't have a jersey on, and their dream is he gets rolled out to shoot this a free throw. Cu- this couple went home the, after the first game. They said. Wouldn't it be great? <laughs> if, no, hear if, me out. There are wheelchair basketball leagues, but yeah. hear me out. What if we just hope and pray someone wheels him out to shoot a free throw with the game on the line? Yeah, and then it happens. Yeah, this of is course it. you're going to say this is it. This is it. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I had a lot of just like happy feel. Like I was just happy the whole time. But weirdly enough, the, the way in which this movie was – reminded me of uh, Ernest Saves Christmas. Yeah, it did. And because of that, I used to watch it every year as a kid. I felt like I was a kid again watching Ernest. Mm. And I loved, like, the, even the even Santa going down to the, the sunny south, like, it's very <laughs> Ernest. I loved it. I loved it. And it, it, yeah. it just, it made me feel like a kid. Wow. There well, you have it. The head elf's name is uh, Ernest. 
Oh yeah, maybe that's what it was. I didn't even think about it, but I just kept hearing Ernest. And I was Classic like, oh. full sized elf. Do you think they did that on purpose? Like, do you think this movie is like <laughs> an homage somehow? Yeah. An homage. I, yes. Maybe. Well, yeah, I'm gonna go with yes. It's a yes. profound film. Yeah. Yes, it's very profound. <laughs> Layers. Uh, Dan, any feels? Um, so two things really stuck out. Neither were sincere feels. I, well, one kind of was. Um, so in the, in the first. Uh, when he makes Santa know how to use sign language yep. for the kid, like oh, in my head, I just kept going, do they think a kid who is hearing impaired can't understand Santa? Like I, I just didn't understand why that was, that whole thing was necessary. Like, I think it was supposed to be very heartfelt, but it, to me it was just like, this was a weird bit that could have completely. Well, yeah, no, but at the same, like this kid, all he wants to do is tell Santa yeah. What he wants for Christmas, yeah. and now now he now knows that he can. Santa's been zapped. And Santa's been zapped. Ability. Um, the actual laugh. I got one legit laugh out of the movie. <laughs> for some reason, it's when the goot is trying to give uh, uh, Helen from Wings flowers, uh, and and his the boss comes in and he does this big <laughs> thing. He goes, "Hey Nick, nice flowers," and he walks out. <laughs> I I actually did like guffaw a little bit, and yeah. that was that was funny. I thought that was really funny. Those are my two all the feels. Uh, we got, we got to go to the wait. What it's probably going to be 20, 30 minutes, uh, long, uh, but, uh, it's, it's very important that we do this. Uh, guys, what, what do you, we'll start with you. Cause you're, you're the guest and you're the most important. Oh my gosh. There's so many wait. What we'll try to truncate it to leave some wait. What for, for y'all, but I think there's plenty. I mean, since they mentioned this, we could maybe go with those. Like, Oh yeah. Some of the wait. What's are like, I think you maybe mentioned it earlier, but the way that Steve Gutenberg acts towards children and some of the things that he says, like sound. Yeah. Very, like, yeah. If you just look dirty. at the script, it's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, I, I wrote, we wrote down a few of his lines. One is little girls do much better when they're relaxed. Yeah. That's not good. No. Yeah. yeah. That's not okay. Seven is a great age. It's weird. Com- him. And then he says, at one point I never met a child. I didn't like, Ugh. I know he's Santa, but he's not, he's not, <laughs> He doesn't know he's Santa when no. he's saying these things, so yeah. it's pretty creepy. There are there are <laughs> way more context <laughs> when those are inappropriate yeah. than they are appropriate. Yeah. That's yeah. right. <laughs> Another funny just little moment is when they're uh, 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 Nick and Gutenberg and the kid are hanging out, and they just start playing a game, and they go, uh, paper, rock, scissors. It's like, could they not get the rights to rock, paper, scissors? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Has any, have no, you heard of that's paper, not a rock, thing. scissors? That's not a real thing. I, I, I said, I've i said paper, rock, scissors before. What? I've said it before. He wrote that line. You wrote this movie. I wrote it. <laughs> Another great moment is when uh, he, the, the, the producer of the video game, Mighty City, like is like pissed off that they don't want to you know, promote the game and he's, uh, he storms out of the, the meeting and then, uh, Santa or Steve Gutenberg, you know, that's interchangeable, yeah. but Nick. he is like, I'll, I'll appeal to his Christmas spirit. And he like runs downstairs. The guy's name is Mike Hennessy. And he goes like, you were always stubborn, weren't you, Mikey? And the guy goes, how did you know I used to be called that? <laughs> uh, like, well, your name is Mike. Long shot. Off, <laughs> yeah. If he'd have been like, you were, you were always stubborn, big slick. Then that would have been, that would have been really impressive if he had done that. But Mikey is, yeah, no, 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 that's, that's fair. <laughs> I'll throw out a couple that were, one of them was 
we because when we would watch it as a staff, like there was always people tossing out. You know, we would talk during the movie, kind of like it was like Rocky Horror Picture Show. So Jimmy had one that was always that he would always mention, which was anytime like Crystal Bernard was saying good good night to her son and like turning the lights off in his room. Then she would like walk out, and it was clearly broad daylight right. where she was. It's yeah. like what is it, four o'clock in the afternoon? That's right. <laughs> and then another great unexpected one is um, he goes at one point when she leaves, he's babysitting the kid, and she leaves, and he goes, "Now where does your mother keep the chocolate ice cream? Like <laughs> the freezer?" <laughs> I'll attribute that one to A.D. Miles. It's a uh, head writer. It's, and also in that line, like, that's the first time I've heard someone mispronounce ice cream. He says ice cream. Yeah, <laughs> ice cream. <laughs> the emphasis is... I got a weird I, acting choice. Yeah. I don't know. That's how Santa one pronounces favorites, it. One of my favorites is when, uh, you know, he's, he's talking to Crystal Bernard in her office, and she's like, where are you from? And he goes, uh, he almost reveals it. He goes, uh, North Pole... <clears throat> North. <laughs> Dynamite save. Dude. She rolls with it. There's not enough yeah, Norths there. North Dakota, yeah. North Carolina. Just not enough to choose from. The Great North. The Great White North. That's right. Just North. And then you touched on it, but obviously him giving lessons on rhythm for basketball, which seemed like was clearly maybe improvised by Gutenberg. Yeah. I hope. <laughs> uh, but he's like, it's so. Aside from him showing rhythm by banging a stick on like a trash can and a crumpled up soda can and a graffiti sign at this weird park, he's also he's going like bump 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 bump. bump. He's humming up on the housetop, and yeah. under that they lay in jingle bells. That's right. So, it's so far yeah. off rhythm, it's not even the same it's, song. Yeah. Just, Couldn't sound further off of rhythm. But all like just the the. Okay, you could dribble. You can dribble to up on the rooftop. So I'll just. But now I can shoot. Yeah, yeah. Now he shoots it overhand. <laughs> the, the reason why he couldn't make yeah. was because he was out of rhythm. Out of rhythm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, so, yes. And then, so, then at the end of that, Crystal Bernard is shocked that you know he taught her son how to play, and she's like, "How'd you do that?" And he breaks into this weird Sylvester Stallone voice. He's yeah. like. It's easy, it's easy. <laughs> <laughs> he does. It's easy, it's easy. Yeah. That, made us, that reminded us of, like, do you remember, remember the Lipton Ice Tea commercials from, like, the 90s, the claymation? Oh, the my oh, gosh, baby. I do. <laughs> That's great. I don't know, we were just I like that. that. Yeah. I well, well, we'll we'll leave the rest of the wait. What's for for y'all? Go yeah. go for it. Have at it. No, I I just thought it was funny that actually go go to the wait. What's let's do, okay. let's go this. Panda, uh, guys, I want to talk about the the elf at the very beginning who's head of the mail. Yeah, uh, he is. <laughs> Yeah, that guy is a treat, uh, and he is bopping along doing his thing, but he's also. I don't know how to say it. He's a little creepy. Like yeah. he's just, he's a little strange guy. Yeah. I don't have anything else to say other than I just want to point it out. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, he's what? creepy. I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. I, I am fairly convinced no one has seen games prior to this yeah. uh, movie no, no, and no, no. involved. Clue, what is happening with that game of Clue? <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're all play. They're all playing with different yeah. characters. All the characters are out. He's like, go to the lounge. I don't have yeah. a lounge. Yeah. Like, what? I'd like yeah. to make the accusation. No one does. Did it. The envelope's <laughs> empty. 
It's just. I think at one point you can hear the kid go, "Oh yeah, he's a cool guy." Dude, Colonel Mustard is a he baller. Is, I don't turn cool anybody. Guy. Guy. <laughs> really, just a really neat guy. Uh, I I have questions about Mighty City as a video game itself. Uh, it's a building game, but it also has multiple levels to it. And then Saint Nick does not seem very upset about the ethical quandary of cutting a game in half and selling half of it to the kids and the other half to yeah. the adults for double the price. Uh, uh, yeah, I there, have questions. There's definite ethical problems, but also like, do you think they were like, let's do something you know, like Sim City? <laughs> With all the levels. Yeah, which was pop. One, one, you need all the levels to make the game work. But two, that game was popular, like, I don't know, a decade before that? Like, it's just a weird, it's it's so a weird bit. I don't understand that at all. The Mighty City thing, like... Yeah, it, what, but it's also just like, okay, but so... what's the cutoff? At what point are you too young to play the upper levels? Yeah, I don't know. Is it 10? 12? 15? Like, what, when you lose the Christmas spirit? or what? what but everyone's going to be confused. <laughs> the kids are going to get to level 4 and be like, there's no conclusion. Yeah, that's right. And Technically, then the, level 2. It ends level at level 2. And then the adults are going to get the rest of the game and be like, what are we do doing? You, do you think... What are we doing here? Do you think the first time... Uh, like it's not okay for kids is when like they sell something for profit or like what, what is it? Do you think he like know. when they realize what capitalism yeah, is? He gets his first job at McDonald's and his taxes are taken out of his check and he's like I I can't play this anymore. I gotta wait till I'm an adult now mm. and see what happens then. What a joy! I have one final thing sure. here. Uh, at one point, Nick goes, "This isn't my first day of kindergarten." He says that to Ernest. No, he says he, he's no. Because this is one of mine. <laughs> Ernest says, your parents thought you could use some help. And he says, this isn't the first, first day, day of, of kindergarten. kindergarten. I can do this myself. <laughs> what about the first day of kindergarten <laughs> do you not do yourself? I don't understand. Do your, do your parents stay with you in kindergarten? Did yours? Like my... Well, I had issues yeah. growing up. No, I'm just joking. No, I never, that never happened to me. But did he ever need to go to kindergarten? He's Santa. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, I, I got, just have questions. Yeah, I, I, like, I thought that kindergarten was like that thing that means your parents aren't like, that are actually sending you on your own for the first time. And I just, it was of all the things they could say, this isn't X. I can do it myself. They chose one that isn't right. I think we see a little bit of the fact that the Santa Claus is, or Nick's parents are, are helicopter parents. Yeah, they yeah. are. They're that's much. Exactly yeah, it. they're overprotective. <laughs> overprotective. Yeah. List everywhere. <laughs> um, so just kind of continuing in the weird things Nick says, and this is maybe a phrase that I just don't know. Nick says, kids do better with sugar than they do with vinegar. So... I, the only is that a thing? the only way that I took that was not I've heard you actual sugar and vinegar. He's talking about like being sweet, sweet. to them instead of mean to them. But I, I I've not heard that I've heard, phrase. I've heard you catch more flies with honey than you do with vinegar. Yep. But that's very creepy when you're talking about a child. <laughs> because, yeah. because children aren't flies. Yeah. Is what we're saying. Yeah. Okay. Just yeah. making sure. Nor should you catch them. I just heard nope. that line and I was like, well, who's giving kids vinegar? Yeah. Like, why? No, that's I, a weird one. Um, so they, they get, he gets a list of all the valuable women and they say that they're all, <laughs> all in, in Southern, Southern California. California. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? Boy, that is. I think, I think it's because that's where they were shooting. The movie. <laughs> I mean, the only thing I could think of is like maybe they really wanted, like secretly, they wanted Beth. But but they wanted him to decide that he wanted Beth. So they send him to Southern California because that's where all the women are. 
Ooh, that but, would make this movie actually good. So yeah. that can't be That's it. Yeah. I, think, <laughs> I, uh, I I think that it's it's 2004 Hallmark, which means it's like I don't know 1960 in real life. <laughs> like a bunch of guy, bunch of guys drinking highball liquor at 10 in the morning are making the movie, and they're like, "Oh, the hot women are in Southern so California, <laughs> and this woman's got a job. She can't, you know, make ends meet and right. be a good parent. She's got a job. She needs to stay home." Uh, yeah. So yeah, I, I, and also like. Is that your last one? No, I have one okay, more. Go for it. Uh, it so he uh, checks into a hotel, uh, and she says, "You need to give me your name." Uh, <laughs> so he writes down his first name, yeah. Nic- Nicholas. Yeah, and she he gives him the list, and uh, and 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 she and he says, "We're on a first name basis," and she says, "Okay, thank you, Nicholas." And then he says, "No, it's Nick." Oh, why didn't Why gosh. didn't you just write down what you want to be <laughs> your first things. name? Like, why if you're going to do this whole rigmarole, write down your name. Gee, Nicholas, it, it, I just gave you my first name, uh, just first name basis. But I'm Nick. Just write it down. That's great. <laughs> Very dumb. Um, I've got a few. The the one that I don't know if this is in the weight what category or not. I felt like the fireplaces were gigantic in these movies. <laughs> Like you look at that fireplace. Yeah, Just no, look at it. Yeah, there's one no, right behind us. Yeah. There's there's not a world like Santa in the movie can can literally like roll around in the fireplace. It right. doesn't make any sense. No. Um. So Nick, like Nick's a creeper on a bunch of fronts. We've already con- you know you know kind of embraced that. But there's one front that we've not embraced Nick's creepiness, and it's in the fact that he is showing up to random women's houses, mm-hmm. knocking <laughs> on their door, and I presume yeah. he's saying. Hey, I'm Santa. You want to get married? Yeah, like, I, what is he saying? Yeah, I would have loved to have seen just like, one of them. That's an that's an ADT security commercial. Right. Like, no, that's a commercial. That's there's, a commercial. There's for, also there, there's also one woman where he's it cuts to him like talking to the woman and he's standing on a fountain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The woman is sitting on a bench and he's making his plea that they should get married while standing on a fountain for some. Yeah. It's bizarre. But bizarre all, choice. Like. I, and, and they also established that the woman has to believe in Santa Claus. So I just assumed that the women on this list are just crazy, yeah. right? Like they're just like, yeah. he's going to, he's, he's going, he's going to a bunch of crazy women's houses and like, it, it, like that can't end. With, like what they all said, no, really, Nick, is it because you showed up and cold called him? Like, that's why they said no. And you didn't even ask him out. Like that's brutal, man. Like that's mm. tough. Um, uh, Crystal Bernard, Helen, what's her name in the movie? I know that her name from Wings. That's what's important. Uh, oh, yeah. She, her boss, who is a classic great character from any movie, he always wants her to work all the time. It's another classic bit. But he says this line, and I'm I'm very confused. He says, you know what they say? If you don't come in on yeah. Saturday, don't bother coming in on Sunday. Sunday. Now, there is a line I've heard that says, if you don't come in on Saturday, don't bother coming in on Monday, which basically means you're if fired. you don't work Saturday, you're fired. This sounds more like a reward system of sorts. Like, if you don't come in on Saturday, then you don't get the joy yeah, of, of coming in on, on Sunday. Weekend. Like, I, you get I, your weekend off. Like, I didn't understand that bit at yeah. all. She as she's sitting there just being like, "Man, if only I could work on Sunday." <laughs> yeah. God, what would have to happen for me to go in on Sunday, man? Oh, that's it. I work on, Saturday. work on Saturday. Perfect. So problem solved. 
Um, and then lastly, we can camp out a little bit on the basketball thing. Uh, guys, I'm, I've been a basketball coach for 15 years. In fact, the most famous thing I've ever done is I coached against Zion Williamson, if you know who that is. Um, his, his high school is in my region. So like ESPN would always call to interview me for their Zion articles about in the background of a top 10, you know, sports center thing. I'm in the background. He's dunking on us. Like that's pretty right. I've coached against him like 11 or 12 times, but I've coached. I I trained him. I trained him. You trained him. Yeah, of course you did. That's where he got his hops. Um, so here, like I get that Hallmark's not about making accurate sports films. That's not what's important. But like the one thing you don't want to do while dribbling a basketball is dribbling in rhythm. <laughs> like that makes it very easy for the ball to be stolen. <laughs> Coach, I noticed right. something. He is dribbling on beat with jingle bells. <laughs> <laughs> Dashing through the stolen. No. <laughs> He's stolen. The ball's stolen. It's gone. He's moving on. And then the basketball scene, like the game, like the goals that they're using were to, to film the ball going in aren't even the same on both ends. They're like different heights and like this, like it is the most bizarre. It's like, no, like they came over and like, they just appeared and no one explained to them what basketball was yeah. and they just tried their best to get through it. Um, it was, those and scenes were pretty As brutal. much as we loved the scene of the kid in the wheelchair, yeah. it's an illegal substitution. Well, you can't sub anybody in to shoot a free throw, but my man didn't even call timeout. No. He just went, <laughs> one second. <laughs> hold, hold on a minute. I've got an idea. <laughs> what is that? We, we have an idea timeout called by the player. Uh, Can you imagine the ref putting, like, stopping it? Like, no, we, this sub, this Can sub can't happen. They roll that kid out, and they're like, no, nope. sir. Nope. Get him back on that the sidelines. That is not Parents, this is not it. <laughs> yeah there there's a bunch that's that, that's good enough for me right i love them yeah uh we'll we'll end with our uh what the hallmarks the part of the show where we talk about uh maybe the questions that we still have some things that we wonder uh about what happened before or after this movie uh panda yeah there's at near the beginning of the movie uh the lead lady walks into work and looks at the secretary and she starts talking about just are things going bad what's going on and uh, the secretary makes this line. She says, Carl was a jerk and we were glad to see him go. I want to know more about Carl. Yeah. I want to know yeah. what did Carl do? Tell me about Carl. I want a whole sure. movie about Carl shenanigans That's because right. that guy sounds surly. Yeah. Yeah. He is a jerk. Yeah. That, I'm, I'm glad you brought that line up too. That's one of the classic ones of the movie because he immediately goes from that into answering the phone. Yeah. And answering <laughs> them and says, like, I had like to fire Carl him. Was a jerk and glad to him go. Um, <laughs> Weston Company. Yeah. <laughs> uh, great character acting by that uh, that secretary actor. It was moving. I loved it. Uh, I think the only one that I have is just um, so obviously he he did the wheelchair bit simply because he has a crush on the girl on the yeah. sister. Did anything ever come of that? Yeah. No, like, no, no. Did they get those two kids get together? Those two crazy kids end up getting together. But but he's also moving to the North Pole. North. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> Who knows? It's hard. It's, it's, it's gonna, tough. It's yeah. going to be hard. Dan? Um, yeah, I got a few. I, I'm not going to camp out on Twister, but I do want to know whoever wrote this movie <laughs> who thought that was a good idea Guys, or even I, like I, a I legal will, idea to I have a nine-year-old watch two grown-ups playing a, a slightly sensual game yeah. of Twister. Like, that's not okay, right? I felt weird. Yeah. I will, I will say this. If you are a parent, you haven't seen this movie, you're thinking about watching it with your kids. No, I would fast forward that scene. I, I just there's too many questions that would be brought. It was really up. weird. Too many questions. It's a, it's a weird scene. And the, so, and also the amount of times that they end up on each other, just like in falling or just yeah, yeah. just very. Mm. Also, wasn't wasn't the kid manipulating yes, the board? That's right. Yes, yeah. he was trying to, to make get... it even more sexual. Yeah. Oh, man, that is Bizarre. just bro. I don't, it's a strange I don't feel one. right. 
Um, I have two of the hallmarks. One, I want to know everything there is to know about Sir John. I want to see Sir John on an inside the actor studio with James Lipton. That's what I want to see. I want to see. Yeah. Sir John, the actor, like if you're at a point in your life where you need to scream at a child, Sir, Sir John is the Santa that got fired. That's right. Me. Sir yeah. John is the actor British. He's a very famous actor. And, and in the take, he screams and then storms off to his RV trailer. Right. Like, and, and he, he is screaming at this kid. Like it is full blown screaming. And he's telling about playing like Lawrence Olivier, something or another, like this is the, like, I want to know all about this guy. Yep. I want a Sir John movie. Maybe there's some <laughs> redemption there. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I thought he was just great. I was just like, well, we, Go ahead. we saw his name, his actual name of the actor in the credits is Clement von Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> no, Clement von Frankenstein. Yeah. I, I, I need to, we got to get this guy on. <laughs> If, if, yeah, there, there could there could be just like a real life documentary piece on this guy. Yeah, I want that immediately. And then lastly, like I just have a lot of questions. Like every time there's a movie or a TV show, mainly movies about Santa Claus, there's always these weird rules that yeah. the movie plays by. And I just want to know, like, for instance, like what happens if Santa doesn't have a son? Like since this is a monarchy based business, yeah. like what what happens if Santa doesn't reproduce a son. Like we're in trouble then, aren't we? Yeah. Like, yeah. And then well, I, I think you, uh, there is a Hallmark movie for that. I believe it's called Santa baby starring Jenny McCarthy. Wow. Good to know, Mike. Boy, that was a, boy, that <laughs> was a deep dive. Mike. <laughs> <That> was, um, <laughs> second off, Santa passed retirement three years ago. So this has to be his last Christmas. <laughs> That's, you know, the rules, Three strikes and you're done. That's the actual line from the movie. Santa should have retired three years ago, so it, all caps, has to be his last Christmas. What happens if he does another one? Why is it three years? Why is that not the retirement age? Right, if he has three more years, why? Yeah, Like, let's just put the, push it. And then lastly, is Santa omniscient? Like, is he, like, Steve Gutenberg will finish the lines of people <laughs> like he'll finish the lines of crystal Bernard and he'll make someone a, be able to speak sign language fluently. Is he omniscient? Yeah. He's a Jedi. Is it's this the Jedi like mind a, is this like a Bruce almighty situation yeah. where he can just control? <laughs> I'm very confused. Could you not, could you is, not just make her fall in love? Yes. There's a lot of things. Right. You or believe for that yeah. matter. Yeah, or the whole movie, like his powers are just so underused in this movie. Yeah. Like, like he could just he could make it all go away pretty easy. I feel like yeah, that's yeah. what I want. I want to know the rules to Santa. That's yeah, what I, want. I love it, guys. We'll, we'll 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 wrap it up with you. What you got? I think our main question is how did Mighty City do? Did it sell? Yes. Did it work? Splitting the game into two parts, especially when you think about it. This this is a game that's still being tweaked. Right. Two days before Christmas, so I feel like the timetable was just the thing was off. And now they're going to have to come up with an all new advertising yeah. marketing strategy for two games instead of one. Yeah. Oof. Yes, and I, I, we also love that they they're going through this whole thing of like, uh, what what is the commercial going to be? They really convince uh, Steve Gutenberg to to star in the commercial, and then they show the commercial being made, and it's Steve Gutenberg literally going. I know what every child wants for Christmas. It's Mighty City. That's a wrap. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's good. Go ahead and print that one. You're not getting any better. (laughs) It seems like a terribly mismanaged ad campaign. The game seems like they were still making changes to it. 
days before Christmas. I think that's just kind of the cruel world of advertising. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can't. Yeah. That's fantastic. I love it. Man, this was great. This I was loved so every second of it. Thanks for joining us, uh, guys. Fellas, t- tell everybody about how they can um, like read things that you write and whatnot. I guess you could follow me on Twitter or Instagram at Mike Desenzo. Yeah, same. At Mike Desenzo. <laughs> <laughs> He's a writer. He's John Haskell. <laughs> John Haskell, yeah. John W. Haskell. Oh, the W. Mm. Don't forget the W, Don't yeah. You <laughs> that at John Haskell. He's a you he's do, a rascal. You rascal. Do not. Yeah. It's rough. Yeah. Uh, guys, is that is that everything? We, there's I a Patreon shout out. Actually, there is a Patreon shout out. Yeah. Um, so uh, I'll look one up real quick, uh, and and then and then we. Can you want me to tell them about Patreon a little bit, Brand? Yes. Since we're doing this on the fly. Yeah. Guys, Patreon.com/slash Deck the Hallmark. Do we own that domain? No. Do we use it quite a bit? Absolutely. Yep. For as little as five dollars, you can be a part of the world's greatest community. Yeah. <laughs> um, what that means is, is you're gonna. Uh, invite to a private Facebook group where we talk about everything and we hobnob with the stars like Alonso Duralde and Christopher Palaha. There are memes and gifs galore. There's talk about all the Hallmark movies. We make fun of them. You get There's polls where you get to vote on what movies we review on the podcast. Mm-hmm. We, we go live on there. You get to watch every live stream as it happens. They get to interact with you, Grumpy They get Dan. to interact with me. What a blessing. For $5 a month. Unbelievable. Guys, it is an absolute blast. You will love it. You'll have a so much fun yeah. and every week we talk about one patron yeah. on an episode yeah. and this week's patron of the week is it's it's hannah it's hannah medland hannah medland yeah. oh medland. so mm. I, I and this is actually crazy i know that it seems like we forgot but we didn't forget because no. we were talking to the guys earlier about about hannah what what you said the funniest thing about her uh mm. and kind of your interactions you've had with hannah i just think that hannah She's just so she's well, she comes from an improv comedy background and she said, yes, and and that's what she said when she was going to donate money. She said, yes, and I'll donate five dollars. I'll donate 10. I'll donate 20. You know what? Keep keep the donating going, Hannah, with Patreon only on the Hallmark Deck the Hallmark (laughs) podcast. Wow. Is that what we were talking about? Yeah. That, was, that was, yeah, that, that was, was verbatim, which is really impressive. Nailed it. <laughs> the way in which you could say yeah. that again. Uh, guys, man. Man, we did it. This was everything. It was so much fun. Guys, seriously, thanks for joining joining in and hopping on oh, and, and having fun with us. And can can we Absolutely. be the... Can we be the... What? What? Go ahead. I was going to say, maybe we'll come down next uh, next Christmas and watch this with you guys. Oh, oh yeah. my goodness. Don't, don't tease us. Don't you dare. Don't do it. Don't you dare say it unless you're going to do it. We get very lonely in November and December. <laughs> we don't we don't talk to anybody. Uh, guys, may we be the first ones to tell you Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas.